Welcome to When Stillness Speaks, an inspirational podcast that explores what can be revealed in the quiet time. I'm your host, Tracy Michelle, and I'm grateful that you've tuned in. My hope is that this podcast will encourage you to create a space for stillness and embrace every part of your journey towards your divine destiny. Before we jump into today's episode, let's take a moment to just breathe deeply and be present. Allow your spirit to fill up with gratitude, knowing that you were created to be a light in this world. Have you ever noticed that kids just naturally explore and want to see the world around them? There's this fascination and awareness that is just so authentic. Everything is new to them. And it's kind of cool just to sit back and observe. As adults, we don't always do a good job of being fully present and exploring what's around us. But I'll get into that a little bit more in a minute. What made me reflect on this is that my nephew recently came to visit. And he is such a joy. And even at two, he is curious and determined. And I just absolutely love spending time with him. He was going to be staying for about a week. And so I knew that I wanted to plan some activities for him. I figured I'd take him to this really cool children's museum because it has a lot of exhibits and it's pretty interactive. And now since my nephew is already a little explorer, I figured it'd be a great place for him to visit. As we were driving there, I kept looking at him in the mirror just to check on him. And I would notice how curious he was and how he was observing the things that we were passing. And I would watch him sort of sit up a little bit in his car seat to get a better view. He was really soaking in everything he was seeing. And so when we got to the museum, of course, the minute, you know, we check in and show our tickets, he begins to see all of the themed areas to play and he's ready to dart off and just explore. And without hesitation, he would go into the different areas And he'd look at everything, determine what he wanted to play with and start building stuff. I mean, he was all in. He wanted to see everything. The inside of the submarine, the controls on the full-size fire truck, even down to the little pieces in the grocery store that most adults probably would have overlooked. Watching him make his way through the museum and just observing how focused he was on all that he was seeing reminded me of how important it is for us to be observant. And I started to think about how our vision plays such a key part in how we connect to the things we're praying for and the things we want to manifest in our lives. Sometimes our vision is blocked by distractions and we let things take our focus away from what we should be seeing. Sometimes we're so used to being in our day-to-day routine that we don't even notice when something has changed. You know how you might have a set route to get to work or to the store or wherever, and you're just so used to getting there the same way that you find yourself almost mindlessly driving. You're not paying attention to anything along the way. You're just going, making your turns, 
in getting to your destination. But what if something changed along the route? Would you see it? Or are you so focused on just knowing the steps to get there that you're not really paying attention to what you're passing by? I've been trying to slow down more and that's given me the opportunity to really observe things that perhaps didn't quite get my attention in the past. I actually started noticing something recently and it's become very interesting to me. There are certain repetitive sequences of numbers that I keep seeing over and over throughout my day. And there are a few different ones that have been showing up lately, but one in particular that stands out is 111 or 1111. So I got intrigued by this and I started to take note of how often I would see it and where it would show up. Sometimes I'll look up and it's the time on my phone or my laptop. Sometimes I'm driving and I see the numbers on something. It's the timestamp on a text message someone has sent me or even like the total on a receipt. The other day I even had to laugh because I went to like a tweet and it already had 111 likes and I'm like, well, there's there's that number again. And I'm still taking note of all this, so I'll report back and let you know what I discover. But as I was seeing more of these recurring numbers, I said, okay, maybe there's something that I'm supposed to be paying attention to. Maybe something that I'm missing that I'm actually supposed to be seeing. Around the same time that I started noticing the sequences of numbers more, I came across a Bible reading plan. And if you've listened to a few of my podcast episodes, you can probably guess that I went straight to the reading plan on the book of Jeremiah. And I had actually been looking for a good reading plan on Jeremiah for a while, so I was really excited to get started. And so I go, I'm, and you know, I'm reading the plan for day one and I'm reading the first chapter of Jeremiah and I'm jotting down some notes and I'm highlighting a few things. And there were verses in Jeremiah chapter one that I was already familiar with, you know, around how God knew him before he formed him in the womb and how Jeremiah was set apart and how God would give Jeremiah the words to speak and that Jeremiah was to go wherever God would send him. And I started to think about for me, I feel like God has really been confirming the words that he has put on my heart and wants me to speak. And some of the things that I've been writing or speaking or even thinking, God has been confirming them in different settings and different ways. I had a conversation recently with a friend of mine who hadn't had a chance to listen to my last episode yet. And in our conversation, she was saying so much of the things that I said in the episode, and it's been confirmation through conversation and confirmation through sometimes just the things that I might be listening to or even watching that just remind me of the fact that I am on the right track and I am speaking the things that God is really prompting me to say. And it's been a great experience to know that I'm in alignment with how I'm using my voice right now. 
And as I'm reading Jeremiah chapter one, there was a verse that I wasn't really familiar with. And it's the verse that begins with the word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? And I immediately paused because I thought, wow, sometimes I feel like that's exactly what God does with me. Like I'll be doing something and I feel like God will prompt me with, what do you see? And, you know, sometimes it's very specific in that maybe I'm praying about something or maybe I've been asking God about something and I feel like I'm not quite getting an answer or I'm not seeing, you know, the the clarity or, or the movement. And so I'm asking God, okay, I need to understand what it is that you're doing. And sometimes I feel like God is saying, well, what do you see? And sometimes it's simply a prompt just to pay attention. Sometimes it's a reminder that God has already placed something in my line of sight or already confirmed some things. And so he's asking me, what do you see? Because maybe if I can tell him what I see, then maybe I can start praying about that vision. And there are going to be things that I know full well that I won't be able to see yet. Because I know that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so I'm aware that there are some things that I just won't see until God reveals them to me. But I also need to make sure that I'm not underestimating or overlooking the power in the sight that he has given me. Because if I'm not paying attention or if I'm so focused on expecting a response from God in the way that I want it, I could be missing what's right in front of me. And so back to the scripture, I'm writing it down in my notes because it was a really powerful moment of reflection for me. And I I go back to read it again and I look at the verse. Well, it was Jeremiah chapter one, verse 11. And so I sat back in my chair and I said, okay, there's your 111. And now this question was asked to Jeremiah twice. And when he was asked the the question of what do you see? And he responded to the Lord and the Lord said to him, you have seen correctly. For I'm watching to see that my word is fulfilled. And I began to think about the fact that Jeremiah was asked, what do you see? And that the Lord said that he had seen correctly And I thought about how important it is to stop and make sure that we are seeing what is being shown to us, what's right in front of us. And then I thought back to the 111. And I thought about how many times I continued to see that number pop up. And I decided that that was going to be my reminder. When I see it, when I see the number, I'm going to pause and I'm going to focus on what I see. And I'm going to look at what's around me. And I'm also going to reflect on the things that I believe God has already revealed to me. It's also going to be a reminder that as I'm praying about things to be intentional and specific about what I see. And I've spoken in past episodes about vision boards and you know how I sort of map out things and and that it's important for me to have a visual representation and not just with words, but just the the visual imagery of what I see 
or what I'm believing for in my life. And it's not that my vision will supersede what God has planned. It's more of, you know, am I able to visualize it in a way where it feels real, where I can truly see it? For example, I believe God is calling me to ministry. And so I've really been thinking a lot lately about what that looks like. What types of things am I doing? Where am I when I'm doing them? What's around me? Sometimes even trying to visualize and understand how might I feel when I'm doing those things, when I'm walking in that calling. And so for me, that process helps me to bring it to life and it helps me to really focus on what I can see. And I think the vision gets stronger as you pay attention to what you can see in the now and also connected to how it relates to the things you're praying about that have yet to come. And I think that there's an increase in your faith and there's an excitement and a trust and confidence and boldness around what you're praying for when you can see it. Because If you can see it, at least for me, and it feels more real, even if it hasn't come to fruition yet, I can start to believe that it will in due time. And if I'm able to communicate what I see, right, and I and I allow God to make the adjustments to my vision, then there's a new level of clarity that comes. And if I ask God if what I am seeing is correct, And if his word is being fulfilled, I believe that he will reveal that to me. I want to develop a vision that's so clear that if God were to ask me, what do I see? Then I can answer him confidently and correctly. And I can answer in a way that allows him to see that I'm processing the things that he needs me to process and that I am fully aware of the things around me. And I'm fully aware of the blessings that he has given me. And there's an appreciation, I think, that we have to have around the things that we can see, but also the imagery that we have in our mind. When it comes to certain things that I may be praying for, sometimes I just sit, I close my eyes, and I allow my mind and my vivid imagination to piece things together that I know I've seen. and the things that I know that I'm praying for and in the way that I pray that they will show up. And so there's something powerful when you can begin to declare what you see. The prompting to see will be different for each of us. I use the 111 because it continues to show up in a way that is too frequent for me to ignore. And for me, I think it's also a reminder of the alignment with what's going on in my life, what God is doing, and me being open to fully stepping into the space that he has called me to step into. I believe that it's important for us to spend time reading God's word and listening to his instruction for the vision. And there's an appointed time for the vision, the revelation, and I'm learning that more and more that there are things that God has shown me in the past that Now I see that this is the time for it, but it could be something that God revealed to me a while back. 
But I think having the focus on what God needs us to see allows us to be aligned with our purpose. So if you think back to what I was saying about Jeremiah, God knew what he was calling him to do. He knew what his assignment was. He knew that he was going to set him apart. And, you know, even as Jeremiah was saying, well, I'm too young and I don't know how to speak. God reminded him that he was going to put the words in his mouth and that he just needed to go where God instructed him to be. But it's interesting that, you know, Jeremiah is like, hey, wait, there there are these things. There are these reasons why maybe maybe I'm not the one. And God is saying, yeah, you are. And he begins to ask him, what do you see? So for me, there was even a connection between Jeremiah doubting himself, God reaffirming what he was called to do, and then asking him about what he sees. It made me think about the times when we are sometimes unsure of ourselves or we doubt certain things or we feel like we're not equipped for the calling and God has to remind us, but what do you see? What's around you? What are the things I have already equipped you with that you keep overlooking because you're just not seeing? Who are the people that I've placed in your life to help you and who are connected to your purpose, but you keep thinking they're there for a different reason or that they shouldn't be there at all? What are the opportunities and doors that are being opened, but you're not seeing it because you're not sure if you're qualified? Check your vision with God. Tell him what you see. Ask him if what you are seeing is correct and whether it aligns with what he needs you to see. Ask God what you might be overlooking and ask him to give you a 360 degree view of what you need to be seeing. And remove the distractions so you can begin to focus on the vision. I had to check myself lately because I found that if I was waiting in line or at a red light or had a brief pause and anything I was doing, I was immediately looking down at my phone. And then it hit me and I thought, well, how am I supposed to see anything when my go to is to pull up my phone and look down and I'm immediately distracted? What could I be missing because I'm not observing? How many new people could I be meeting or interacting with if I minimized the distraction? How many new things would I discover? What new perspective might I gain? So I'm trying to be more observant because after all, that'll strengthen my vision, right? Another scripture which uh, also happens to be in Jeremiah is one that I use often when I'm praying in it. And it's around asking God to show me great and unsearchable things that I do not know. But just imagine, imagine praying that God would show you great and unsearchable things that you don't know. And yet you never take the time to look for them. You never take the time to see it. And I'll be honest, even as I'm speaking that and I'm reflecting on how many times that that I've prayed that, 
and yet not taking the time to see I'm, I'm really making a connection of something that I need to do differently. And so that might have been even a word just, just for myself. But I do encourage you to pay attention to what you see. Think about your dreams. Think about those things you've been praying for. Think about the opportunities that you want to open up. And then create a prompt, a reminder. Hopefully it's on a daily basis. But just one to ask yourself, what do I see? Then stop and look around. Or pause just to visualize those things you've been praying for. You have to know that your vision is important. Take the time to write it down and speak what you see. Let God help you put the pieces together. And even in those routine things, I challenge you to look around and find something different. So I realize even as I'm just sitting here reflecting on all of this, that I'm definitely going to have to do a part two to this episode at some point, because I really want to share some of the things that I'm jotting down and, and what I'm seeing, what I'm envisioning, and just how things are aligning as the days go by. And perhaps you'll go through your own visioning exercise and You'll reach out to me and and share what you've been discovering. But you know, I don't want to go through life in fast forward or on autopilot, not paying attention to what I'm supposed to be seeing. I want to have the same sense of curiosity and exploration and determination to see everything just like my nephew in that museum. And I want God to see his word fulfilled as I tell him what I see. So here's your prompt for today. Take a moment. Just pause. Look around. What do you see? Thank you for listening to this episode of When Stillness Speaks. I hope that you'll hit that subscribe button and also share this podcast with others. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about me or pick up a copy of my book, Such a Time as This, Reflections of the Journey Toward My Destiny, visit TracyMichelle.com. While you're there, you can also subscribe to receive email updates from me. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at one Tracy Michelle. That's the number one Tracy Michelle. Until next time, I hope that your days are filled with favor great expectation, revelation, and of course, some space for stillness.